I'm the writer and researcher on Tofugu and for Wanikani as well. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so, probably, I don't know, our audience might be able to tell from the accent where <laughs> you're from. I don't know. Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> I think everyone can tell. No matter what language I speak, people always know where I'm from. <laughs> Sometimes people pin it down to a, a region as well, which is embarrassing. Wow. Oh, is it the, <laughs> well, I'm a journalist though, kind of. Oh, that's Aww. nice. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, all right. So I'm, I'm British for anyone who didn't guess. <laughs> I could guess. I don't know. I could, I don't know. I could probably guess. Do you think mm. you, do you have to also be British to guess the region? Because I would never know. Mm. I actually went to a French market and said, bonjour. And they said, oh, are you from the south of England? <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, I hate you. <laughs> you just said bonjour, right? Like in French. I and I <laughs> just said bonjour. And they knew where I was from in England. I was like, that's really depressing. <laughs> well, yeah, that's impressive though they could tell, I, I was guess. really impressed and yeah. annoyed at the same time yeah it's kind of like a low-key like oh your accent isn't that good kind of yeah thing, you know? like, yeah <laughs> seriously mm. i didn't go back to that particular market <laughs> stall again <laughs> oh no <laughs> they I'm lost kidding. a customer <laughs> <laughs> all right um today in this episode um we're gonna talk about this so we have a uh, different podcast episode about that uh, with Mami. Uh, the content team wrote an article that and this is venturing beyond te textbook rules into real life use. You guys found really interesting facts about that right. and this. Yeah, you we just did. we just figured out that it's so much more complicated than anyone would think. Right. So we're gonna be um, talking about. Today, this is specifically, and then we will answer some questions about this from Twitter and also topics. Uh, we will talk about some topics we couldn't cover in the article. So we will not cover most of the content from the article. So if you're interested, please go read it uh, on tofugu.com. It is really good article, I think, with the conceptual drawings and example sentences and I don't know, whatever setting points you guys think. Yeah, go or, go check it out. Yeah, go check it out. Um, shall we start yeah. with the Twitter question? Sure. Yeah, so sure. Our first question from Twitter came from Weather Mel. And the question is, what would be the best translation of this? Hmm. That's a very good question. It adds. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind hmm. of the starting point of our entire article. Right. So mm -hmm. like, I guess uh, many, I don't know, textbooks, other resources say this uh, and the are kind of like a copier. 
which mm-hmm. is like to be in English yeah. or is or mm-hmm. er. Yeah, exactly. You guys say it's kind of wrong. Yeah, exactly. Controversial. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's definitely controversial.、Um, but we agreed with some researchers who say it's not the copula because we can form sentences in Japanese without it. Right. I could say, これはお茶 Instead of saying, これはお茶です or これはお茶だ Right. It's not necessary and it's still a grammatical sentence. So it's probably not the B verb. It's not like,、mm. this is o cha. Because、right. I can't say,、mm. this o cha, right? In English. <laughs> right. So the copula is necessary there, but not, not so in Japanese. Yeah. I guess it's yeah, for、exactly. the teacher's convenience. <laughs> like,、mm. They have to explain they have to explain the um like what what is.、Mm-hmm. And the people say, explain it is a topic marker or whatever. Yeah. And then yeah.、Uh, often、mm-hmm. it's translated as, as for. Yeah. yeah. As for blah, 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 it is, for example, as for this object, it's oja.、Mm-hmm. So that its、mm-hmm. part is like kind of the one on one translation. Yeah.、Um, in yeah, Japanese classes or. The explanation、textbook. gets too long, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. But. Yeah, I know what you mean.、Mm-hmm. I've got something else as well. Another reason we found that、mm-hmm. des can't really be, be the B verb、mm-hmm. is that you can put des on the end of things which don't need it.、Um, what do I mean? So, for example, you could say, atsukatta des. And、mm-hmm. if it was B, then it would be in the past, right? Oh, I see. Yeah. So it's, it's already, it was hot. Mm-hmm. And so, if you can add des onto the end of that, then it's another reason it doesn't make sense that it's the B verb. So, maybe the, the problem here is there's no good translation into、mm-hmm. English of des.、Mm-hmm. But that sentence you just brought up, Jenny, is such a good example of the kind of one of the core meanings, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's why I did it. I'm segging、oh, in to the next one. So smart.、Part. So smart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for believing me. <laughs> I think Japanese has a lot of words that cannot be just translated into English, but it has a, like feeling, feelings. Like,、mm-hmm. And then this is one of them. So it's difficult to understand nuance.、Mm-hmm. But yeah. So what、um, nuance does、definitely. des add?、Mm-hmm. Especially in that sentence, atsukata des. I want to, like, a. Yes, like、uh, give you a spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. I mean, <laughs> like, please do. Yeah, let's spoil it, please. So, the, the key is distance.、Mm. So, like,、mm-hmm. this creates a social like, distance. And, like, so, like, this is like often people often think this is a politeness marker or something like that makes speech polite. And then that's true. Because, like, when we create a distance, like, it's more formal, right? Like,、mm-hmm. it's not casual anymore. So, that's one thing. But, like, even friends use this,、uh, like, sometimes. So, and, and then we want to explain why, right? So,、hmm. like, play, I, I mean, honorifics, it's not like equal, equal, equivalent of honorific, definitely. But, so, like, it depends on the situation, like, how, like, this.、Uh, Feels. Yeah.、Um, well, I think, and in the previous podcast on da, we talked about how that was, we used da for self directed speech. So、mm-hmm. I could say,、um, I don't know. This、uh, is a、um, 
what you, you guys said in the research was, I think I, I remember the words interpersonal and then intrapersonal. That's one of the, yeah. Yeah. that's part of des, yeah. But mm. most basically, da is self-directed, self-directed speech, yeah. yeah. And then des is directed at other people. Oh, yeah, that's sorry. Right, no worries. Um, I think you're right, Kane, but I think we mm. took that out of the article because we thought that was a bit hard to understand right yeah i didn't know the word <laughs> no exactly <laughs> so i have to look that <laughs> <laughs> neither does anyone that's why <laughs> right yeah so, so it so, oh yeah this is like more socially oriented to someone mm-hmm. like the listeners um so that could yeah, exactly. be that could show like politeness or uh social distance like relationship with you and the listener yeah mm. yeah exactly the way I see it, I don't know if this is helpful to anyone, but it's kind of related to personal space. Mm. So da is your own personal space. We talked about this when we were writing the article. Mm. And then des, it's um, the other, another person's personal space. Yeah. So the da is mm-hmm. like the bubble in the article represents. The da is your own personal space. If someone comes into your personal space, like your friends can get closer, right? Mm-hmm. But anyone yeah. else would be outside mm-hmm. of that personal space. So you could kind of relate it to personal space and the distance you have between people in that way as well right mm-hmm. like if i say i was trying to think of an example if i say ah mm-hmm. it's like i'm realizing there's a train or something like oh and it's the it's directed just to me but i would say it's like i'm explaining <laughs> to someone this is a train mm-hmm. you're a very polite right. guide mm-hmm. yeah right. exactly so yeah you can't translate that into english it's more of a nuance mm. yeah it's difficult mm. like so, I wonder, like, how, like, not like uh, translations of novels, like, like, it's like mm-hmm. I, I looked at uh, some like, like, books and things, like, to to check like how this it's translated in the English, and then it's not really it doesn't they don't really show the difference between yeah da mm-hmm. and this and then. Yeah, it makes sense because there's no like exact translation. Well, and there was that example that we used in the mm-hmm. article as well from Yoshimoto Banana, mm-hmm. her book. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. thinking of that too. Yeah, and how des is used kind of in a, it's like a writing device that she uses that is just lost in the translation. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we should go into detail about that. Yeah, but you can, guys wrote it in the yeah, uh, article, right? Yeah, go check, go check out the article. If none of yeah. this makes sense, go check it. Go check. It out. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's a good teaser. <laughs> now everybody's going read the topic. Everyone's going to stop listening and uh, <laughs> yeah. read the Please finish the podcast first and then <laughs> yeah. go read the article. But I think it kind of relates to the other question from Twitter. Yeah. Um, so this one is from Undi Pablo, maybe. <laughs> Sorry if I mispronounced that. <laughs> Maybe it's Undy. I'm yeah. not sure. Okay, so the question is, when and how does it make sense to switch between des and da when meeting someone new? I guess you begin being formal, but you switch to da when you're getting to know each other better. Mm. Okay. So, yeah, we kind of talked about it in the other podcast episode about, uh, what is it, da? Um, mm-hmm. About uh, keigo and tamego. So, um, when and how does it make sense to switch? So when you first, when you meet someone for the first time, it's kind of safe to say you start with keigo, which is like, like mm. desu or masu kind of speech. 
because you yeah. have the social distance. I think it just depends on the context. Yeah, it depends on the context and how you want to present yourself yeah. as well. Yeah, definitely. Mm. I think I, it depends on your personality too, I think. Yeah, I would definitely. always go with this because mm. I think I have mm-hmm. that kind of, I want to stay safe. I want to be absolutely sure I don't offend anybody. Right. So I would pretty much always stick with deaths, I think, mm-hmm. even in situations where it might be weird. Mm. <laughs> so oh. I guess it depends on the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm. And I'd be the same in other languages too. In French, I would always use vous, even in situations mm. where it's kind of yeah. weird to do that. It reminds me so of maybe like it depends French, on the person as well. Yeah. French like tutoyer kind of situation, like tamego yeah. and kego. Mm. Exactly. I think there's, there's certain like similarities between that. Yeah. And I would certainly mm-hmm. err on the side of caution every time. But then I think other people who might be more naturally kind of ready to get into somebody else's personal space more quickly, they might use the da style more easily. Right. So maybe it depends a lot mm-hmm. on somebody's personality as well. That's why it's quite difficult to pin down, right? Right. So I think I might have talked about it in the other episode, but um, like in Terrace House, this show, <laughs> Netflix yeah. show, you know, like there are like six people living in this house and then some yeah. new members come in, like move in. And I'm kind of interested like in how they react to each other's. Yeah, I've been bearing them, that in mind when I watch it too now. Whenever yeah. I watch Sarah's house, I think about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like observation of like human interactions, basically. And then they're like kind of young, uh, hip kids, uh, mm. Japanese kids. And then... Um, I think one girl, I felt a little, I don't know, I found it a little weird to me um, to see like her using tamego. And tamego is using da or like da yo or like ikiri. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's like casual form. And then um, she was like using it like. From the get-go? Yeah, from like Mm -hmm. the beginning, you know, like for the first time. And then you assume like they're kind of at the same age-ish. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I felt, I don't know, I most of them, I think, they use like desu or masu, which is keiko, like Mm -hmm. polite form of Japanese Mm -hmm. first. Because they feel that, you know, distance still. They're going to be roomies and then they're going to be, you know, uh, having great days, probably, hopefully. (laughs) Uh, Let's... Uh, soon but like you know they I don't know for the people who you meet for the first time I would feel you know social distance mm-hmm. probably yeah, for a while too, sorry I think it can feel a bit too in your face right if somebody mm. immediately uses da style mm. depending on the context the person might feel that you're just getting a bit too close yeah, 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 too yeah. quickly mm-hmm. you know like I would probably feel like Oh, she's being a little bit too friendly. Mm-hmm. Like she's kind of invading like my personal space. Mm-hmm. Kind yeah, of I understand what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't know. She was like kind of one of the gyaru kind of girls. She was, I don't know, casual and then like friendly. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. it, felt, it, felt, it felt like her hmm, personality yeah. and character. Mm-hmm. But like it felt, I think if I was a member... <laughs> And then she <laughs> moved in and like talked to me in Tamego straightforward. And then I might, I might have felt like, I don't know, narenareshi. Like she's been too close to me, mm. even yeah. though she's like, I just mm. met, met you, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Mm. But don't you think it can also be a part of somebody's charm? Like if that suits mm. their personality, then yeah. 
yeah, that could yeah, also yeah. be part of the person's charm. So mm. it depends on the person who's speaking and also the person who's listening, the reaction and, they might have. But and like where you see the relationship going. Because I feel like if you meet someone out at a bar one night mm-hmm. and you probably are never going to see them again, but you have like kind of an adventure together, you might very quickly switch to Tameguchi. That's kind of true though. Yeah. So it just depends on like... Yeah, the situation. It just depends on the situation and who you are. And, mm. and social expectation. Like, yeah. Like we yeah. feel in that like, uh, context or yeah. like, environment, like TV shows. Maybe it's okay to be a little bit like open-minded and, and casual. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. in the question, they said, when does it make, switch, make sense to switch? It depends. There might be situations where you never switch. If you're your job... Yeah. You yeah, might always sure. use more polite forms. So you just have to mm-hmm. kind of gauge it out and mm. realize that there's not like a specific way to do it. And you can just kind of try and figure it out and be you. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, you're allowed to make mistakes, I think, too, right? As long as you're doing your best. Most people yeah. mm-hmm. forgive a few For mistakes. For Japanese so. runners, I give them some slacks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like, you know, uh, I think. And then... Yeah, it's hard for, I don't know, I can't speak properly in English, so <laughs> I, I'm totally fine with it. A lot, of, a lot of Japanese language learners, though, I think mm. sometimes sound more formal than they intend to, just because that's the kind of language that people tend to be taught first. Right. So yeah, keeping that true. in mind, keeping that in mind, it might be good to try and branch out and try and use some more casual forms. Right. Mm-hmm. But so this Another person... Good, sorry. Mm, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say another good way was something I do um, is to listen to your, the person you're speaking to. And if they're in a kind of similar situation to you, maybe say similar age, that kind of thing. And if they start using casual form with you, then that's a good sign, right? That you could start yeah, yeah. using. Yeah, yeah. that's a good. As well. Yeah, that's a good way to kind of figure out or like feel the vibe. Yeah. Because if yeah. they started using Tameguchi, then that means um, they, they are growing like... Um, affection to you like yeah. they're being mm-hmm. more like friendly and then they feel they're started they started feeling more uh, closer to you so yeah um that's a good sign i think i guess another thing you can drop in the odd kind of casual style right maybe gauge the reaction a little bit if the other person starts using casual style too then it's okay if they stick with desk then you might want to just go back to desk that kind of thing would that mm-hmm. be another way I also want to add one thing because like this person's saying this or that would make questions. Right. But yeah. that actually is not really a casual form of this. True. Mm. Yeah, that's true. That's a good mm-hmm. point. We generally would drop it, right? Yeah, we drop it. Like, for example, this um, cat is big. <laughs> that's so random. But like if you don't say in casual conversations, even you don't say, Kono neko wa oki. Oh, sorry. That one's ungrammatical. No! <laughs> Why did I use e adjective for this? How right? about like, Kono heya wa, Kono heya wa shizuka desu. Mm, shizuka desu. And then, Kono heya wa shizuka. Right, we dropped da. da. Mm, mm. You just if I, mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll have to listen to the da podcast yeah. or read the article, yeah. but <laughs> adding da makes it sound super assertive, right? And like mm. a fi- final particles, like ne, yo, and then other things helps you like be more like um, communicative when you mm. use da. Mm. Mm-hmm. So you don't use da as is. We call that nekita in the 
our research process. Put some clothes on your dog. Yeah. So exactly. yeah, yeah, yo or ne or dress up your dog. Yeah, yo or dane sounds more. I don't know. Communicative. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. More conversational. More friendly. Right. Yeah. yeah. That mm. is a little. I don't know. It feels Ab- abrupt. like. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then also like coming from like. Uh, script or something. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, like, like written, written down, language, right? Yeah, or something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I guess the other thing is a little confusing is that p- people sometimes talk about da style and they just mean casual style, right? Plain form. Yeah, yeah, so that's you, like yeah, such yeah, a confusing too, right? Yeah, it's not that. <laughs> that not, is yeah. not like casual, mm-hmm. right? But I think if when people say da, maybe maybe the question. I don't know. Whether yeah, but I, I see. This, but I, he I, meant like plain mm-hmm. form. Maybe that's what he was referring to. Probably. Yeah. Because so. this is like often uh, described as polite form. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, so exactly. Maybe that's about the mass and then the dust style being casual. But the da mm. within that is actually not used very much, right? Right. Yeah, da has a lot of implications that can be quite strong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you use it in a com- casual conversation and direct it to your listener, that sounds a little assertive. Why don't mm-hmm. we? Um, mm. So just like da isn't a casual form of des, des isn't necessarily always polite either, right? Mm-hmm. I'm kind of skipping ahead, I guess, but I just think it fits here. Mm. So we have this topic that we wanted to bring up that des can be used for sarcasm. I thought that would be an interesting thing to talk about now. Yeah, so this, um, yeah, it's not always polite. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, like the politeness can be sarcastic. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so, what is a good example? I think Moiko knows about this topic. Let's like imagine, this, yeah. Let's imagine Moiko and I are playing tennis, right? Moiko's a tennis player. Okay. I'm doing that. And then you approached me and then said, um, or something like genki desu or something so mm-hmm. like you're speaking in um, like a polite speech form and usually Moiko and I we speak in a more plain oh, casual yeah, form that's right yeah and then why are you talking in the way to me and then yeah. I feel like there is a distance that you created like and then it feels like uh, you are in the higher position than me and then oh you are kind of yo-yo you you feel like you're superior to me. It's kind of like it's kind of like suddenly like, saying, yeah. mm, "You feeling tired, Moiko?" Right, like <laughs> that's right, yeah. Kind over of a, with the pol- over being by being like overly polite, you're yeah. like, mm-hmm. "Are you doing all right there?" Kind yeah, of. yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's another thing that we cover in the article. Like um, this is used to show different social social roles or identities. Mm. Like it's not like directly related to topic that right now but you can look at it in our article hmm. yeah 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 we covered it we covered this in article right like this we did. as the uh sarcastic uh, sarcasm this yeah. can be used for sarcasm kind mm-hmm. of stuff yeah so yeah don't think i mean like it's kind of easy to think this is being polite and then that being casual but uh there's more depth into it yeah <laughs> definitely and i would i would definitely say it's not that it's more complicated i think i said that before but there's mm. more depth that's yeah. a good way of putting it yeah 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 definitely and then you mm. guys broke it down really nicely and then i think the article uh by reading the article it it's not like complicated you guys did a great job like 
um, even I I I don't understand things quickly, but I could with the article. So mm. oh, that's great. It's quite a long good. read, so I would just say don't be too daunted by its length because it's. I think it's fun to read. I hope so. so yeah. Although it's quite long, mm-hmm. don't be scared. <laughs> yeah, and then I think it's good for beginners to advanced learners. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it's I good to it's, know before you mm-hmm. know, like learning. Uh, um, I don't know. It might you might need some of the grammatical knowledge to start, or just to understand the concept. Yeah, might be just fine, and then it's good to know before you create those images of this being polite and then that being assertive. Mm-hmm. Or after you 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 think that way from like other resources, you can kind of oh okay that makes sense now. You know, like those mm-hmm. situation didn't really apply to you know mm-hmm. uh, that being casual or something like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, hopefully it should clear up some of those those yeah, clouds yeah, yeah, yeah. surrounding it. Hmm. Even for native speakers like me i didn't probably completely you know like understand mm-hmm. so you no, probably you probably case, used we don't it always analyze our own language do we <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. well we had that experience the other day with the whole jibun thing too oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i don't so i'm not like conscious at all like with the usage of the, the japanese language by, by myself Mm-hmm. I, I consciously use it, so I unconsciously use it. So, yeah, that's been really interesting. Yeah. Mm. Well, let's move on. I think this was the last question we wanted to cover in the podcast. So, I wanted to ask you guys: uh, Is there any topics we could cover in the article, but you want to tell the world because <laughs> it's interesting? Hmm. There was like quite there a lot of lot, things probably. we couldn't fit in, wasn't there? <laughs> yeah. Mm. I mean, we have a note here, um, which I think is super interesting and I experienced in Japan. And I always found um, it to be something that was funny that you could do, Mm -hmm. especially maybe it's like coming from a foreigner is even funnier, perhaps. But it's when you use like typical Keigo forms, but in like a really casual way. So instead of saying like, arigato gozaimasu, you say azas or things like this. Right, right, right. Um, So it's It'd be sauce. Sauce. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost For me, like that um, seems kind of masculine. I think I never really heard mm. women use that in Japan. Is that right, or is that a kind of misconception that I've heard? I've heard women use it, but it's always used again in that funny way. Mm, so as a joke, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's true. Mm. So I guess um, it says "taikaikeigo" and "tomodachikeigo." Taikaike is like sporty, athletic kind mm-hmm. of people. Mm-hmm. So those guys Sports actually, type thing. I can imagine mm-hmm. like a soccer team actually using azas and like not trying to be funny. Just yeah, that's like, what they say. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's their custom kind of. Yeah. Like yeah. that's their culture. That makes sense. It's, mm-hmm. it's got that kind of sort of that oomph to it, right? It's like I'm, I'm, I'm hitting the mark of being polite. Mm. Like they might even say it to their coach, right? Yeah, azas, yeah, yeah. But they're also making it less polite and more friendly maybe maybe because of the uh what is it social distance mm-hmm. mm. even those or hierarchy mm. in a team i feel like it's a it, there's a lot of closeness too that's right like so senpai and kohai mm-hmm. they can be like friends but with the hierarchy and then the culture in the club for example mm-hmm. you kind of 
have to technically you have to be polite to your senpai mm -hmm. yeah but you you're like you know brothers kind of you know you're just like siblings and then mm -hmm. you want, you really a... feel like close to them then you might use sosne or like azas is it kind of a hack it's a way of being polite without being polite yeah mm, maybe yeah. Mm. that's right like uh, distance can create i uh, i don't know like um, like my kohai uses other sauce to me and then yeah i feel like good because it like feels like we are close friends like mm. even though he usually i mean he is kohai but like just so this ne arigato gozaimasu feels distance but He's a man, um, by the way. So mm. I and actually I've got a question. Okay. Sorry, go ahead, Kane. Maybe you're about to answer my question. I okay, wondered if no, you guys but, ever mm. use it. Would you ever use you were, it? <laughs> Is that what you were gonna I, say? Uh-huh. Cool. You read my mind. Ah, amazing. <laughs> so I actually used it like I um, me and Cameron recorded this episode about um uh, first person pronoun when um females use like male pronouns and then i said i actually used to use like jibun to refer to myself oh, when really? i was working at a, a startup in tokyo because mm -hmm. like i was the only female uh team member in the production or creative team so um i didn't want to be i don't know seen as a woman maybe mm -hmm. and yeah, then I I, at the same time i used this like kind of speech style like mm -hmm. sauce or something like that oh really that's yeah, interesting interesting okay. mm, yeah. like a sauce net or something like that i said that said that a lot so mm -hmm. that's mm. really interesting so it fitted I've in that environment that. it was appropriate for you in that environment moiko never used it <laughs> moiko never used it no <laughs> i've never done that mm. not once not ever even as a joke no ever oh, um, Joke as a joke, maybe once. I don't know. I don't remember, <laughs> but I don't once. usually do that. <laughs> hmm. I think I've never used it, but um, I think that's just because I was, I wouldn't really know when to use it. That's mm. oh. It wasn't yeah. really a conscious decision, I don't think. Mm. It's a good thing to do, though, if you want to like se seem a little more powerful or like a little bit less subordinate to others. Like that's kind of what Kanaya was doing. Mm. Maybe like sauce mm -hmm. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, makes you seem a little mm. more assertive. So mm. Yeah. Ohayo des. Mm, that sounds a little. Mm. That's cute. Do people say ohayo des? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've never no, heard that. I, it's more like joke side, I guess. Like I guess like people on Twitter, I don't know. I pictures people on Twitter use this kind of. <laughs> non-grammatical speech but you know to just to be funny and yeah. stuff i think <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah and would you say there's an age um, is is there a certain age where where men i guess predominantly are more likely to use it men are more likely to use it definitely but at the same time it might be like taikukaike kind of thing but what about age? Does that make a difference? Like, would older age. men or younger men usually use it? Younger, I picture younger. Mm, um, that was my feeling too. Mm, older, maybe, I don't know. I don't think I ever seen a grandpa using this. Uh, so. I'm going to say it depends on context because mm. I worked in an all-male company with a lot of older men and they definitely did use these kind of words together. Okay. So it's about 
it's about performing masculinity. Mm. And and that's one way that people do it linguistically. And I think that's what you were doing too. As mm-hmm. a as a woman, you wanted to do something that sounded more assertive and so you used typically masculine language. It's just about performing something that's going to get you what you want in that situation. Mm, yeah, the way you true. want to present yourself in any given yep. context, right? Mm, right. That makes sense. Yeah, that's true. I just can't couldn't like think of like 70 years old <laughs> <laughs> and as well like I can totally see like older senior salaryman figure you yeah. know, to like between uh, co-workers and stuff so yeah mm. also for like women I think taikake women mm-hmm. they definitely use that, mm, that like for sense. example sorry like I sound like a big fan of the show but <laughs> Terrace Are you house, getting paid? Oh, like, nice. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, pay me Terrace House, Netflix, <laughs> pay me for that. So, like the, um, uh, there was a girl like who was totally taikaike in the last Karuizawa <laughs> season, uh, Tsubasa, I think. Oh yeah, uh, that, she. Was, I remember her. Okay, <laughs> she was totally using like sosne or something like that. Mm. Oh, it's true, the hockey player. Because she's right? like a hockey player. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. And also like there is this girl, I think she was using the Tameguchi from the beginning, I think. Maybe not. But she's, she is a personal trainer in this like Tokyo, the current Tokyo season. Personal trainer and then like fitness, fitness trainer. And then she also probably played some sport. I, I feel that Taikukaike vibe from her. <laughs> and then she does the... I forgot the name. The pa, pa, what is it? Like, it's like an uh, athletic performance thing. Like, you can kind of hit the... Uh, kick the ball and then, like, jump and stuff. Oh. oh Park day or something like that. Parkour? Parkour, yes. Oh, my God. Oh. I'm sorry. Is that where like you, you jump over walls? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> Yeah, she she does that, and then she. Uh, I think I can picture her using so as a Ohio. But you know what? I just also remembered a friend I had in Tokyo who was a makeup artist, and she mm-hmm. was very beautiful, always like done to the nines, like mm-hmm. really cute. And she would use azas sauce oh, things like this. Maybe industry thing too. You think it could be? Mm. It's like I think when you don't want to be presented as someone that can be pushed around, you're mm. gonna you're gonna use it. Mm, maybe that <laughs> was tip. That, I feel like yeah, I want to yeah, use yeah. it now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're dropping it yeah. in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is there something else you guys found uh, interesting in the research process? Have we already mentioned that um, the fact that des doesn't necessarily add politeness if the sentence itself isn't very polite? Like Michael, and it's I not a about the sarcasm, right? That's What's true. That, like, no, not sarcasm. It's not about the sarcasm. Something like, mm. um, like if you want to offer someone to sit down, if you mm. say suari tai desu ka, it's still not very polite, like because it's too direct. Oh. Do you want mm. to sit down? It would be better to change it completely. I think maybe mm. some people could feel that because it's des, it's polite, but if the mm. structure of your sentence isn't appropriate, it could still just adding des doesn't make it polite, right? Mm. I don't. I think it was kind of in that discussion kind of ended up uh controversial between moiko me oh really yeah. so yeah. like mm-hmm. and then we um uh realized that it's more about suari tai nani nani shitai mm-hmm. do you want 
yeah. something, asking this to someone, it's it's not the common way to like offer a seat or like do something for people like in Japan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what is the say, common way to offer a seat? I would say, suatte kudasai. Like, please, mm-hmm. like, sit here or, or mm. like, osuari ni nararemasu Yeah, adding the tai mm. is just not very polite, right? So even if you add des afterwards, yeah, mm. so it doesn't make right. it automatically like, polite. I think, yeah. I honestly think that if my gut instinct would have been to say, suarimasu ka? Yeah, yeah, that, that's what I said. Mm-hmm. But I think Moiko didn't agree with that one. Uh, I would say like, suarimasu or suarimasu yeah. ka? And to offer that, but... Uh, yes, yes, I would say that. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I just wonder about kudasai. I'm, I'm just curious, it's a little off topic, but... Suwatte kudasai mm. sounds like they have to. Like, yeah, I guess they could say, really? yeah, like, mm. what if they don't want? I don't know if they want to or not. Yeah, that's what I said. Like, if you, if the person would be like, if the person is like, what? I'm not the old. Yeah. You know, oh, I don't yeah, want to take true. it. You know, like, that's a whole other topic. I, I actually right? <laughs> experienced that. Yeah. Oh, did you say it to someone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, suwatte. I, I didn't say suwatte kudasai, but suwarimasu or something. And then like, oh, it's okay. You know, yeah. mm, I, yeah. I get rejected yeah. sometimes. My, my dad told me the story of the first time someone offered him to sit down. And mm. he was like, oh no, that means I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> right? For him, it was like this moment, this click of, oh no, if someone's offering <laughs> me a seat, that means oh, I'm, I, I must look old. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I feel like I always like approach, like, I don't know, like, Ojichan, Obachan, um, like anywhere, because maybe I live with, with my grandparents and and I tend to be straightforward mm. when, uh-huh. when when I offer something. So, suatte kudasai, like it fits my personality. Suatte okay, kudasai sounds please like insist, and then maybe the person doesn't want to really say oh, it. Oh, really? They, so I mm. might have to change the way. Yeah, <laughs> maybe like they, <laughs> they, 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 they're they getting off like the next stop or something and they don't want to even bother to sit down and... Yeah. Oh, maybe they're like, yeah. they're like okay. I can't get back up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. It's me sometimes. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Mm, People so do different things then. That's, that's an interesting point. Because it goes back to what we were saying about what fits your personality. Like everyone speaks differently and Japanese is no exception, right? We all choose language right. like differently mm. and there's no right or wrong way. So in this episode, we covered um, Japanese word desu. And we have an article about that and desu. Uh, it's called that, and this is eventually beyond textbook rules into real life use. And then we couldn't cover uh, almost, I don't know, most of the stuff in the article in this episode. So please go to tofugu.com and then read the article. And if you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. We might read it too. Uh, do you want to help read it? Sure. We have a review from. ASDF Mario. Uh, and the review is not only is this podcast entertaining to listen to, but I also learn quite a bit from it too. I'm an intermediate Japanese language learner, but I even learn new things from episodes that you would think would be basic, like Genki desu ka? Genki desu ka? Thanks, Mario. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Yeah, so please leave us a review. And, um, 
So Jenny, hello, <laughs> hello. Uh, I know you've been teaching Japanese. Yes, as a teacher slash tutor, right?、Mm-hmm. That's right.、Mm-hmm. So, like, for for how long now?、Mm, that's a good question. On and off for about five years. Hmm. Hmm. That's yeah. And then yeah, we've done、uh, language exchange sessions together. We and have. I, yeah, I think、They、you're really、fun. good. Yeah,、uh, language teacher. And then from your perspective, what do you think of Wanikani? Oh, I love Wanikani.、Okay. I re- I recommended it to all my students.、Mm. And. And my, I live in France. I don't know if I've mentioned that in the podcast. So they're actually French speakers, and I wasn't. I was intrigued as to how it would work for them at first, because Wanikani is only in English, and、right. actually, well, most of them are teenagers, so they live on Netflix. So their English is pretty good. But、oh. they were surprisingly really drawn in, and they learned so much faster than、hmm. teaching them from textbooks. So,、um, yeah, Wanikani is. Is great. I totally recommend it. Is there any like specific approach of Wanikani's like you think is working for your students or、mm. for like people in general? Yeah, I think the fact that it works with mnemonics works、mm. really well for my students. I think there are textbooks that do it. For example, there's High Sigs Remembering the Kanji, which、mm. uses mnemonics as well. Right. But the fact that you've got the mnemonics and it's combined with the kind of gamification and it's all organized for you. Mm-hmm. And you've got the SRS built in. It's it's a really good way for anyone who likes to approach language learning in a kind of fun way and to use technology to their advantage to learn. Okay, I think those kind of profiles it suits really really well.、Hmm. What is so good? Expl- like quick explanation of like mnemonic. I always have、mm-hmm. like hard time、um, explaining it, like, what it create- is. There are different types, but the ones that Wanikani、mm. uses are creating a story、mm. for each part of the kanji, right? So, a, a meaning is attached to each section of the kanji, and then the the sections are used, or、well, the meanings are used to make a story, and that story becomes your your key to remembering the kanji. Right, right. It's like um, I don't know, drawer, um, you don't know, I don't know, like it, there is a cabinet. It's like a your memory base or something, and then. Until you open the, you know, drawer, you don't really know what's in it. But like mnemonic, it's kind of a way to, you know, level the cabinet drawers, kind of. Oh, I think I don't know. It's a key to,、mm. I guess, I don't know. I just <laughs> came up with it. So yeah, kind yeah, of. I like that. It's like, kind of yeah.、Hmm. It's a memory technique, right? Yeah, I I was actually tutoring this person for her、uh, travel in Japan, and then.、Uh, She was she was trying to remember itadakimas and gochisousama deshita,、mm-hmm. and then、uh, itadakimas because before you eat like eat itadakimas, ah、oh, clever or something、yeah. like that.、Uh, so that's mnemonic, and then we use that method for、uh, learning kanji, because learning kanji is pretty. I don't know, it's kind of arbitrary, isn't it? Like、yeah. it's pretty hard to remember because it. It's hard to peg the information onto something. I guess、mm. what some that's where mnemonics come in, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. So, Wanikamini、uh, is a kanji learning platform where you can learn two thousand kanji and then over six thousand vocabulary items within a little over a year if you're quick. <laughs> <laughs> 
And mm-hmm. if you don't sleep, <laughs> <laughs> or if you get obsessed <laughs> with the Krabby Gator, it's kind of easy to get obsessed with it. Yeah, I think so. Some get, some people get like obsessed, and then like watch out. Don't yeah, get obsessed wake up in it. the middle of the night, <laughs> do reviews and stuff. It's kind of fun to use. So. Mm-hmm. And the first three levels are free, so if you ha- haven't tried it out, please go to oneincani.com, and yeah, it might change your way of. Learning, I don't yeah, know Japanese definitely. learning experience or language learning experience. I think, yeah, for sure, or learning experience even like you know <laughs> those mnemonic thing is you know works for pretty much anything. It's a really powerful mm-hmm. tool, I think, and I mm. came really late to mnemonics. I kind of didn't believe in it for a long time. Oh, so I'm a late convert, and I think <laughs> it's worth checking out for sure. But do you believe in mnemonics now? I, <laughs> I do. Do you I'm believe now? Do I'm you believe in uh, I'm a full the Krabby believer now? Okay, the Krabby Gator and Wanikanism. <laughs> now I believe in this. She's, okay. she's a convert. So I yeah. just said that live one. Okay. Let's <laughs> go. Okay. Maybe we should cut that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's wrap it up. Um, shall we say bye to the listeners? Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.